Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I'm your host, Mindy Fink. The HP DesignJet technology has been around for over 30 plus years. Very exciting information to share with you today. So today we will be discussing the 30 plus years of HP DesignJet with a few special guests from HP. We will discuss the milestones and evolutions of the HP DesignJet portfolio. We will talk about the past, present, and even some of the future initiatives for the HP DesignJet technology. As always, we have our expert, Eddie Anderson, with us. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Oh, hey, Mindy. I'm doing great as always, you know, especially when I get to talk about DesignJet. And this is going to be another fun one because it's about the rich history of DesignJets and the awesome tech that HP has come up with and have been putting into wide format printers for well over 32 years now. I mean, what a legacy that we have here with DesignJet printers. Now, I've been working here at HP for 22 years, not quite as long as DesignJets have been around. I mean, when the first DesignJet came out, they just called it the DesignJet. It was the GOAT, and it didn't have a numerical number designation or anything. It was just called the HP DesignJet Thermal Inkjet, and this original DesignJet was released back in 1991. I mean, that's the year I graduated from high school. Since then, every time our inventors and our engineers were able to make a significant leap in printing speeds or technology to make the machines more productive, HP has come out with a new model. And I mean, we come out with models year after year. And HP has invented and pioneered a lot of technology that you see in wide format. And we've done a lot of firsts in wide format printing as well. For instance, HP invented HPGL2, which is the software that runs the printers. And then we came up with HPGL originally, but HPGL2 is like the big one. And that software is the industry standard. And it's used every day for all technical printing. Uh, many other vendors use HPGL2 as well. And this is the kind of tech that's just scratching the surface. To share this journey of innovative tech that we put into our printers, we have two great guests with us today who have been around for a very long time like me and who have seen it all. First off is Sergio Vieira from Brazil, who currently works in our large format services team. Sergio, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, uh, Adi. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure to uh, ex exchange a little bit of my uh, history with HP uh, after 27 years uh, wow. in the company. Always uh, around printing, always uh, since 1995, in fact, with a large format printer. So it's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to share a little bit of my history. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. And what an amazing long run. Now, we have another guest, too, with us on this episode. And is Greg Cockler from San Diego. And he is in our product category team. Hey, Greg, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Eddie. Thanks for the welcome. Always glad to be here with you and Mindy. And it's a very special privilege to join Sergio today to go ahead and chat more about design jets. Exactly. Well, welcome, Sergio and Greg. I'm looking forward to hearing all about this topic from the two of you that have been part of DesignJet for a very long time. Sergio, can you tell us about the evolution of the first HP DesignJet? Sure, my pleasure. 
it all started back uh, with the migration of uh, the thermal inkjet technology coming from the HP Design Jet series into the large format world, which prior to that, it was composed of plant routers when a specific pen was picked up by an arm and positioned, where, and then it was lowered to the surface of a, of a paper on a flatbed plotter, and then the arms starts moving around together with the paper, drawing the lines. It was impossible to, at that time, to do dots or full colors or even photos, as only a selection of pens could be used at a time for particular colors. With the Teach technology, HP was the first one to provide a full color image capabilities to the plotters, still called like that at that time. Uh, to offer back compatibility, HP developed the HPGL2 language coming from the HP, the former HPGL language from the pen plotters, and then added a second language called HPRTL, uh, which was uh, capable of doing, uh, of working for rasterization of images. This was a uh, revolutionary and also on uh, the capability of processing inside the, prop, uh, the printer, it was a must. Before, as soon as the plotter received the file, it started already executing the plotting, moving back and forward, drawing the lines. But now, with the need of doing rasterization or full images, the complete processing of that, uh, of that printing was needed. Uh, and, and the first print heads used on the print on the design jets were the same used on the dash jet series uh, an office printer as well. Oh, yes. And the speeds from pen plotting to printhead printing was huge. Besides just revolutionizing the drivers, uh, what kind of software advancements did you see in the evolution of uh, DesignJet? Yeah, on the software side, uh, in the beginning, uh, we pretty much were using Auto AutoCAD from Autodesk, running over DOS, DOS. Most of the ones hearing this uh, podcast would not be familiar with that. <laughs> was the main use uh, one. And so our driver... Uh, which at that time, it was uh, application compatible. It was built to integrate to the application itself, not the, the, the operational system. We must remember that only after the integration of the graphic interface inside Windows, it was then possible to use a common Windows driver to all applications, which of mm -hmm. course opened the spectrum of usage of our large format printers into the SMB world. I'm saying SMB because at the time, uh, only corp corporations uh, use their CAD systems and they used to the HPGL uh, on the prints. HP also started connecting their design jets at that time into the networks, supporting network workgroups and TCPIP. At that time, only uh, they were, of course, manually configured. Man, so much manual configuration, especially on the networks, that had to be a pain. Oh, yeah. So on the mid-19s, a revelation uh, also came and some of you may remember uh, of the whole photo to digital transformation. At that time, HP started developing the printers capable of printing high quality, large format printers on glossy and photo paper on films and other mm -hmm. possible made uh, by the Teach uh, technology. A new set of inks was developed now using pigmented uh, inks for all colors. Before, uh, before only black ink was already pigmented which expanded the durability of the, of the photos and art applications. A new market was uh, emerging, leading to today's what we call the Z-series inside the HP DesignJet portfolio, from photo to art applications. Oh, right. I remember back in 2006 when there was a split between our technical and our uh, graphic machines. Um, and that pigment ink, we actually 
um, had it independently tested by Wilhelm, and they approved it for over a 200-year lifespan. And because that portfolio is expanding so well, we started to customize the technology on the printers between technical and graphic folks. So that T-Series was perfect for all the technical drawings, and, and they had features about what they needed. And our Z-Series were just the great fit for those graphic designers. Yes, by, uh, by the end of the last century, HP Design team also started looking into the graphics, uh, and still within the HP Design Jet family. We then introduced the new, the Design Jet CT series, and then the, the 5000 uh, series, which were targeted towards the graphics and signage business. These units had a bigger uh, ink system so that they were able to print larger areas, larger printer, uh, printing areas, uh, with a single print head. Uh, and they were using the, those pigmented inks, which are already related to. As the market evolved, HP uh, did its uh, formal entrance into the signage business with the, the former HP DesignJet 8000 and 9000 series, which were low solvent printers, uh, together with the company uh, acquisitions like Indigo, Colorspan, Cytex, and Noor, to develop yet more the, the HP graphics portfolio. The, right. Now the design jet, the HP design jet, stand back and focus on on the technical market and the new group as uh, the, a new group was formed and being baptized as HP Cytex and later on as HP Latex. Oh right, yeah, and HP Latex had such a great success in the graphic industry even today. Oh yes, and HP design jets keep evolving, right? Uh, we are introducing mm -hmm. bundles and multifunctions units with the scanners transforming the units into copiers and even vectorization units. Uh, on the lower end, for instance, we introduced a large format home solutions with H1 size capabilities, which are very appealing for product designers like white boxes. Uh, and even expanding into the high production technical market with the incubation of the page-wide product lines. Right, and now in a very short time, we have the lion's share in the technical production with the page-wide Excel line of printers. Yes, and channels, but, uh, they also had to evolve as well. From what we were once uh, just an Autodesk Bentley resellers in the beginning, we started having arts and photo channels with the Adobe and Pro World capabilities and a mix of some very expensive art media. Uh, also, some channels now, they are contractual, not only selling units, but in fact renting them and selling the service to keep the units running and printing. Uh, and on the other end of the spectrum, on the online channels, we have the online channels with low to no user interactions. The fact is that design jets in the low end were made so easy, so easy to set up and use that no technical expertise is needed at all. Right, you know, and most people don't think about it, but when you had to set up, configure, and operate a wide format printer in the past, it was a beast to do. I mean, we've even put our innovation in design jets to be some of the easiest printers to set up and configure and operate in wide format uh, industry. So, Greg, 10 years ago, security really wasn't that big of a thing for wide format printing. I mean, the standard was, and I quote, my printers are safe. They sit behind a direct connect to a workstation so that workstation has antivirus on it or it's behind a firewall. And there's not enough brands in these machines to really hack into. But that's not the case anymore, is it? Very true, Eddie. Protecting one's information has become increasingly complex. 
Right. And security has really been more on the front burner than ever before. So how is our line of HP Design Jets tackling this issue, keeping the bad guys out? Let me first offer a couple of statistics related to security, and then we can dive deeper into how HP Design Jets uh, are set up to protect customer information. And a couple items about market data. So today, 80% of organizations reported at least one type of security threat or breach, either external or internal, within the last 18 months. And Mm -hmm. 64% of organizations expect an increase in security threats and breaches over the next three years. So we understand that HP Design Jets are integrated right into the customer's everyday informational workflow. Um, Hackers have become increasingly sophisticated and are quite frankly experts at infiltrating networks to steal information. With that in mind, Eddie, we break our security approach uh, for HP Design Jets into three components. Protection of the device or printer itself, protection of the data communicated to the printer, and then protection of the documents generated by the printer. And those are probably the three most critical pillars there. So any chance that you can offer an example of how a design jet uh, protects a customer at the device data and document levels? Sure, Eddie. Let's go ahead and start with the device or the printer. Printers are set up with a BIOS and also contain firmware to operate the actual device. Um, These components are often target areas of hackers as a means of entry into a customer's informational network. So what safeguards do we put in place with HP Design Jets? Well, the BIOS, as I mentioned, is a set of instructions used to load critical hardware components and initiate firmware during the setup. Thanks to a technology called HP Secure Boot, the integrity of the code is validated at every boot cycle. Mm-hmm. Whitelisting is a method to automatically check the firmware during startup to determine if it is authentic and digitally signed by HP. So we use these tools, HP Secure Boot and Whitelisting, to detect any anomalies. And if any anomalies are detected, the device shuts down and IT is notified, helping to safeguard the device from outside attacks. That's huge. Sure is. So let's dive into how we protect data. Many HP design jets are equipped with a built-in hard disk drive. So what capabilities do we put in place around these hard disk drives as an example? Well, we put in self-encryption. So the hard drives being self-encrypted essentially protects sensitive business information stored on the hard drives via this built-in encryption. In addition, we offer uh, techniques called secure file erase and secure disk erase. This secure erasure type of technique is a process of erasing all or part of a storage device so that the data contained is extremely difficult or nearly impossible to recover. Finally, let's go ahead and talk about how we protect documents themselves. So one of the techniques we use is called encrypted pin printing. With encrypted pin printing, document data is encrypted when the document is sent to the printer to further protect document confidentiality as it moves through a network. Also, when a user sends confidential print jobs, they can assign a pin to the document on the printer driver. The document then will be held in the printer until the user enters the pin at the device. In this way, the end user can be confident that their document won't be left unintended. Right. And that's a lot of ways. I mean, that's probably the most popular way how the uh, bad guys uh, get the sensitive information. Now, securing your printers seem like it could be quite the task. 
I'm glad you mentioned that, Eddie. Uh, we thought about the challenge that an IT manager would have managing security across a fleet of printers. Right. Using a fleet management tool such as HP Jet Advantage Security Manager, an IT manager can establish fleet-wide security policies, automate device settings remediation, and install and renew unique certificates. The IT manager can also automatically configure new devices when they are added to the network or reconfigure existing devices on the network following a reboot. <laughs> wow. You know, I can't imagine the amount of time our engineers have spent just to put this kind of tech in the printer to make them actually the industry's most secure wide format printers in the market. Besides security and technology, um, what other capabilities do HP uh, has in design jets? Well, next, I'd like to talk about a tool that helps HP channel partners strengthen their relationships with their customers. It's called PartnerLink. PartnerLink primarily focuses on two areas. First, expediting the fulfillment of supplies. And second, helping contractual partners with usage-based contracts collect timely information. So let's start talking about ink fulfillment or supplies fulfillment. Okay. This enables your customers to automatically send fulfillment requests for original HP ink cartridges and printheads directly from the front panel of their design printers to our channel partners. And why is this beneficial? Well, it reduces confusion and errors. The printer knows which part numbers are needed and therefore sends the right supplies. It also helps customers avoid disruptions due to the lack of supplies being available and thirdly, it helps customers manage ink stock levels. Let me also talk about the second key benefit that I mentioned, which includes the consolidated information PartnerLink provides to partners managing usage-based contracts. So key types of information that partners can benefit from are, are simplification of billing and planning via reliable ink and usage information being provided by print category, and billing being triggered from information provided in automated usage reports. In addition, support services are greatly simplified by information flows, including device alerts every time a customer's printer stops working, printer diagnostic information being provided along with information about how to solve any issues, preventive maintenance alerts are signaled that can help deliver a high quality of service level, and then alerts are sent every time an ink cartridge is running low off ink or a printer is not connected. Wow, this is like beyond uh, just regular printing. Yeah, at the end of the day, ultimately, PartnerLink is a great tool for partners to use to increase customer loyalty. It allows our partners to become the convenient one-stop source for ongoing engagement with customers. Absolutely, and it sounds like the customer will get a much better experience as well as the partner using PartnerLink. Right. So Greg, um, there's a lot of sensitivity around the environment. What has HP come up with lately to help customers with sustainability initiatives? This is a fantastic question, Mindy. HP as a corporation is very committed to sustainability. Uh, and we look at sustainability across the product life cycle and we break it into before use, during use and after use. So let me walk through some examples of sustainability life cycle of an HP design jet. Let's go ahead and start with the before use. So let's start with recycled content. HP reduces by reusing materials and reliance on raw materials. Um, as examples, printers are designed with up to 37% recycled plastic. Um, as a matter of fact, our Studio Series printer was the industry's first carbon net neutral large format printer. 
We also have an ocean-bound plastic recycling program located in Haiti, where we actively source and clean nearly 60 million plastic bottles. And we turn this recycled plastic bottle into a new ink and toner cartridge. Finally, we specifically designed carton-based cartridges on our production graphics printers using 100% recycled and recyclable cardboard containers and an inner bag designed with up to 35% recycled post-consumer plastic. That is so cool. Yeah. In addition, we took that particular uh, cartridge and increased the size from 775 milliliters to one liter, which means that the carton needs to be replaced less frequently as well. So what sustainability measures have we put in place for customers during use of their HP DesignJet printers? Yeah, we have two important items that in place for customers during their use of a large format printer. The first is HP Click. HP Click is a job submission software with print pre- preview and PDF error check. Um, using this free software ensures that only error-free files are sent to print and waste is minimized. The second item I'd like to mention is energy use. Our products are Energy Star certified, and this includes features that actively reduce the power use while the printer is in sleep uh, or a standby mode. Is there anything a customer can do with ink cartridges once they are empty? Uh, Most definitely. In our after use category, we have the HP Planet Partner Program. HP Planet Partners Program is a take back program where customers can easily contribute to a circular economy with a free uh, and simple cartridge recycling take-back process. Um, in addition, there are options available for printer recycling as well. I encourage all customers to Google HP Planet Partners Program to learn about more about this particular service. Oh, right. And just for the fun of it, I've actually um, went online and ordered my own boxes uh, to recycle. So I've tried it, and there's like return labels and a bag and everything. Good point, Eddie. I need to do that myself. Awesome. So, Greg, are there any independent sustainability certificates that HP Design Jets have attained? It definitely, Mindy. That's a great question, too. So there's an electronic product environmental assessment tool called EPEAT for short. The EPEAT Eco Label is a leading global certification covering products and services from the technology sector. This certification involves a manufacturer having products checked by a third-party conformity assurance body to verify that their product meets the EPEAT criteria as claimed. Um, It's a very thorough certification, and it covers the entire product lifecycle, including categories uh, at the initialization of a product, like reduction and elimination of environmentally sensitive material, Um, It looks at things in the usage of the product, like energy conservation. And then finally, it looks at uh, components after the product has been closed in terms of recycling. One final comment I want to make on HP's ongoing commitment to sustainability. By 2025, we expect to have 35% potable water reduction and 60% renewable electricity across all our global operations. And by 2035, we anticipate that we're going to have 100% renewable electricity in all of our global operations. So we're committed to this sustainability for a long term and design jets is an important part of that. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I really like the holistic approach that HP has taken, uh, especially, you know, in the last 30 years and and the future. And they continue to plan and innovate for the future and to find these amazing technological solutions for end users and the environment itself. So 
As you can see, Hewlett-Packard has a very rich history in innovation and advancements in wide format printing, not just the machine itself, but everything around it. HP has paved the path for the majority of wide format printing tech that you see out there today. And I want to thank everyone so much for hanging out with us today and sharing these wonderful 30 plus years of stories that HP has done for customers. And thanks again, Mindy, for running such a great podcast and sharing all these great stories on the podcast. It really helps tell the story of HP's innovation in everything that this company does for customers. I agree. This was really great information today. Thank you, Eddie, Sergio, and Greg for sharing such great information with us today. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to today's podcast. And stay tuned for our next podcast where we will be discussing HP Care Packs and Services. If you're excited to learn more, please check out our HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP Cash In and Trade Up promotion.